Have you guys heard about Bigfoot? Hey, welcome to Front Seat Gamer. This is episode 101. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Yo. And Blake. What's up? And today we've got a special guest, Andrew. Hey. How's it going? Yeah, not bad. Good. Uh, we usually start off the podcast by talking about what we've been playing. I've been playing Hearthstone. Yes, that's right. I'm wow. back playing Hearthstone. You back in it? I'm a little bit back. Is this from us talking about how you haven't played Hearthstone for a while? Um, No, actually. Rory has been messaging me about his games and i mean like that sounds fun okay. so i'm back in it there goes my life is it like an idol game hearthstone yeah so it's similar yeah. there's a lot of waiting mm. and then you do a little bit of stuff and then you wait some more huh yeah you buy booster packs in hearthstone right um you're meant to <laughs> <laughs> i don't okay that's good yeah um, I play the arena mainly, which is where you can win booster packs. Right. And uh, also, I don't pay for anything else. So Good mentality. It's a free game then. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Free to play. Uh, Andrew, what have you been playing? I've been playing a few things. I've been playing a lot of Wasteland 2. Wasteland 2? Yeah. I've never heard of Wasteland 2. It, it was a Kickstarter, wasn't it? Yeah, was yeah. It? And it's made by a bunch of the guys who were involved with... Um, I think they were involved with the original Fallout games. Okay. So it is kind of like a, it's a top-down sort of RPG tactics right. game. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and nice. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Like yeah. uh, post-apocalyptic, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's uh, um, it's really good. It's. When did it come out? I have no idea. A long time ago, because I, I just uh, recently got a Switch, and so I got it on the Switch. Ah. Yeah. And I've, yeah, it's a good, it's a good game. It doesn't run that well. On the switch, though, oh, it's not very well optimized. Dang it! I was about to boast about having another switch user in the room, and then <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> I had to go and say that. <laughs> hey, right hey, now, I, I love, I love a lot of the games on the switch, but yeah, I mean, they they're a smaller company, and so they probably didn't have the resources to invest in that. But yeah, so that's put me off a tad. That's yeah. certainly our excuse. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what made you? What made you get a switch? This is my burning question. Yeah, that's um, actually my burning question as well. Just people at work wore you down. No, no, not at all. Actually, <laughs> I, I, um, I was flying overseas for um my wedding, and um A destination wedding. N- no, no, I had two weddings. Yep. Greedy. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one here, and then back to uh, Taiwan, and one in Taiwan. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of flying involved, and I don't like flying. Um, not one bit. Mm. So I decided to buy a switch. Yep. Yeah, and it was uh, a good investment. Yes. Despite the haters in the room, <laughs> it's, it's palpable. I can. What did, uh, I can uh, what did you play on the tr- on the on the plane? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh yeah. Oh. Um, which it was surprising how much I enjoyed that RPG. Um, it, it's not really the type of game that I'd go for normally. Hmm. But they just—I I just wanted to play like an RPG, get my head out of the plane, yep. and, and into somewhere else. You wanted, yeah, something to take your mind off where yeah, you actually yeah, were. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it worked. Yeah. yeah. But apart from that, I mean, I, I've been playing all the big Switch games as well. You um, got Smash. Yes. Been Ooh. playing. Been playing through the Spirit Mode. Yeah. Um, Mario Party. Been having a lot of fun with that. Very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've Mario also, Odyssey. 
No, no, that's see, I haven't actually Whoa. played Odyssey or Zelda yet. Yeah. Oh man, same with the best for last. Yeah, well, I've I've been just I've just been you know <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of time to play games, and mm. so I, I do like games that I don't feel like I have to invest too much in. Right. You know, um, yeah. Mario's quite good for that because it's very uh, there's so much to do in there that you can mm. feel like you've achieved something very quickly. Uh, Zelda, a little less so. But it's still quite kind of bite-sized chunks of content. But that's another one where you can actually kind of get lost in it. So that would have been perfect for your flight. In my well, I mean, it's still on my list. I'll get there within my lifetime. Hey, you better. <laughs> you better. It's really, really good. Yeah. I've also uh, been playing Halo. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they released that um, Master Chief Collection mm. remake. Well, you can actually recently switch. though, or that was it, a long it, time I, ago. It came out a while ago, yeah. but I just want to. One of my friends decided he wanted to play through all the games. Yeah, decided he wanted to do a co-op. So every couple of weeks, we've been getting together to play through that. We're cool. almost through the first game, and that's you can switch between the old and the new graphics. Yeah, on the fly. On the fly. Oh, that's kind of cool. really cool. Do you get a thing where like because I I've seen that online mm. on YouTube, and it's like. It, it, you're running through a level and you're like, and I'm thinking like, this hasn't changed much from when, oh, it, yeah. when I remember. Oh, yeah, and then you switch it and it blows yeah. your mind at like, how Holy far it comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's great. We we made the, uh, the mistake of playing it on the hardest difficulty oh, and <laughs> deciding one night that we're going to do a game called Wasted for Wasted. So every time you die, you have to drink. Nice. Oh, boy. Mm. That must have got. That must have gone. That was a spiral down. It right? was a spiral. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun at the time, not yeah. so much the next day. That's great. Um, so, Vern, what have you been playing? Um, j- just the the regular games. Ashen. I, I the regular games. Nice regular games. Uh, Ashen. I passed that guy. He's not the final boss. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll just say that much. Holy damn. Yeah. Um, is that awesome when you find out when you think you finished a game, but then there's more game? You know, I I thought. Or were you like? I knew oh, there no. was more game. I knew I knew there was more game after yeah. this guy, because a, a new island appeared. Oh, with, with yeah. like a quest on it. Yeah, yeah. And um, and, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be an epilogue thing. Right. You know, it's gonna be all daisies and rainbows and yeah. stuff. You saved everything, and like, it's yeah. real dark, man. Oh. <laughs> so, so um, so that's happening. And as soon as that happened, I I kind of just turned it off, and I'm, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna save this. Yeah, yeah. I beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna save that and uh, you know I don't want to take up too much of interview Andrew time but Red Dead Online has come out of beta and I've been jamming that. Is oh, it good cool. yet? Pretty good. You said it's really good. You were saying a couple of podcasts ago that you were really not into Red Dead Online. Yeah. Can you tell the, me what's changed? There were problems. Um, that they had a lot of like you know they do patch notes and stuff. Griefing was a really big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that changed to to address that was on the map before you could just see every multiplayer character on the map. Yeah. And uh, now uh, it'll only highlight people around you that are kind of making noise and or a ruckus or whatever. Okay. And so those, their player indicators will, will become visible to you when that happens. Hmm. Doesn't that game have a tracking mode? What do you mean? Like, can't you, don't you track animals? Uh, in the single player, yeah. Yeah. Why don't they use that for multiplayer? You can't slow down time. You you can't do it. That's like the whatever vision, like their hunting vision. Right. Yeah, I, detective I, I mode. They're like yeah. Witcher vision. There. Yeah. Yeah. I. I oh, so it slows down time in the single player game. 
Maybe it doesn't, but it's a whole different view that isn't like your character doesn't have that in online. Yeah, but why? I don't know. So that seems like a, a much more elegant solution to the problem of griefing is to actually make it possible to only track players as opposed to just see them on your map. Uh, no, the problem was people would see other people on the map and purposely go out of their way to the right. So what I'm saying is, if you make it so that they have to work for it, mm. is that not the point of that? I mean, what what do nah, you? Nah, man. <laughs> now there there are a lot of different playstyles. Like um, you can be an asshole and grief people. There are those people. Mm. But, but there's got to be a wanted system like for that. Like there are. If yeah. you if you keep killing people, someone's got to put bounties on your head and like. Yeah, there are those right? systems. Yeah. yeah, and they came from uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, you know the same thing with like law coming into. That, yeah, that yeah. Still happens, but some people are just real good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like um, they should just do a thing where like, um. Like, the bounty just keeps going up or something. Like, it just gets increasingly harder for them. Is it a player-driven uh, bounty system? As in, like, someone, a, a player has to apply a bounty to another player? Or is it uh, uh, system-driven? Th there is one system, and but you can also pay, like, to have a bounty on a guy as right. well. Okay. Um, we Man, we had a, an, uh, a thing that happened the other day. Me and a mate were doing a mission trying to steal a, uh, a stagecoach. Yep. And we killed the guys. These are random computer guys. Yep. Um, kill them. Go into, like, we jumped on the stagecoach, and some random one guy, me and Andrew were playing. My, my different Andrew, Andrew. Different Andrew. Yeah, and um, <laughs> we, kill, we killed this guy. This guy comes in with a shotgun. Shot me. I respawned, like, uh, a little while away. Lassoed my buddy. Whoa. Tied him up. This guy was, like, some kind of outlaw. Wow. Some, something crazy. Um, and then I get there. And he like, I don't know. He just dodged my bullets, lassoed me, oh, tied me up, weird. like hog tied me. Yeah, this guy's like a superhero. He dodged your bullets. <laughs> Do you think there's cheating involved? Mm, that was my question. Um, I don't know. He or was just really good. He he had that bullet. I, time. Was he though, or was he cheating? We kind of suck because this is our like return. <laughs> yeah, and there are a lot of buttons in Red Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we we played a bit of uh, of Apex Legends, <laughs> and cheating was very prevalent on that. Mm -hmm. Was it? Um, some That's why I never got a kill. That's got to be the reason, Blake. It's the only plausible it. explanation. What were people doing in Apex to cheat? I think they had aimbots and they had uh, like player tracking. Like, yeah, and you could see through wolves and stuff like that. Have Have they patched that out? Actually, um, done anything? They were doing to... band waves, but uh, the mm. band waves were taking a while. Mm. And um, yeah, I don't know how how thorough they they were being slash are being, but they were there were some real problems early on. There are clips of it online, and it's gross, man. Like yeah. people are just like looking into nothingness, like clipping through walls, yeah. and then just like dying. <laughs> yep, it looks complete. But like in Red Dead, it, it looked functional. Like the guy wasn't like teleporting mm. or anything. Yeah, he was just a badass. But that's it, you don't need to be teleporting. You can like an aimbot will just lock onto a, to wherever the player is. He, and, he and seemed you don't like need to do anything. I, I can say that he was very competent, and okay. he was running circles around us basically, wow. and we just. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't deal with this. I mean, this this happens in games. Sure. Sure. Sometimes, like sometimes people are just better. We we chased them <laughs> off. Like as soon as yeah. I respawned the second time, <laughs> and, and, and 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 my buddy respawned the second time, we both came in and we were like, "All right, you go this way, I'll go this way," and then he just went away on his horse. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, before we jump to what Blake has been playing, I also want to give some context. I now realize we haven't done this for Andrew because nobody oh. knows who Andrew is yet. Uh, he's Andrew. Andrew. Everybody's he's, <laughs> everyone loves Andrew. He works at GGG. 
Yes. Um, what's your title or what's your like? I I my my say... title is actually audio lead now. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um. So functionally, that's not just doing like sound effects, but it's also processing, like yeah, voice so, acting. A... Yeah. I mean, I I obviously like I look after and manage a team yes. now of audio engineers and um do a lot of sound design and deal with dialogue. Yeah. Occasionally music. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, you also composed music for Acton's Nightmare, I believe. Yes, and the sewers. And the sewers. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that one. And, and the town arena. Oh, oh, like the the PvP yeah. stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, the uh, Sarn Arena, I think is what it's called. Yes. Yeah. Um, and more importantly, you also composed the theme music. I did for this podcast. That is true. So that's a fact. Um, we thank you semi-regularly on here uh every every <laughs> every time the theme song plays is just a little thanks andy um more like every time we remember oh cool okay. <laughs> i'll take it i'll take specifically it. every time i remember um because that's my job is that the only like tip chip tunes type music you've done um i mean i've done quite a bit of that stuff over the years yeah but i've never like just for fun more than anything else because okay, it's yeah. it's fun to do that kind of specific style yeah. I mean I just like doing different styles of music just for fun yeah well we're gonna dive deeper into that very shortly Blake what have you been playing um, I've just been playing Pathfinder I'm almost I'm like 89 hours in you're almost 89 hours in I'm almost 90 okay. hours in <laughs> but, very yeah. specific way of tracking it. I'm almost 89 hours and 43 minutes in yep. I'm at the 42 yep. mark um, but yeah, I'm, man, I'm, I'm loving that game. It's, it's pretty great. I did, I did run into some like frustration with it though, yeah, with its, uh, kingdom management stuff because okay. you can, I didn't realize this, uh, but I should have because like it's, it's kind of like pops up in tutorials and stuff that, uh, if you're, if you mismanage your kingdom enough, it'll eventually like collapse and then you just lose the game. What? Mm. Yeah. And That's, that seems like an intense. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty no tough. Question. No warning at all. Uh it'll yeah. It gives you it gives you a warning to be like, hey, if your if your like kingdom status drops any further, you're gonna lose. It'll right, like, but at that point yeah. you're sort of. But at that point it's like, well, this is from like things that had happened, like hours and hours and F- hours, 50 ago. hours yeah, ago. Yeah, fifty yeah. hours ago, decisions that were made that are like having an effect now that I can't exactly go back to my last save and change right. it. Um, but you can like, so that's, that's what happened is that I was, uh, going on this quest to like basically save my kingdom from like, just like story stuff that was happening and it was affecting the kingdom and it okay. was like losing, it was dropping status the yeah. longer I took. Um, and on this mission to save the kingdom, my kingdom collapsed and it just pops up saying you're, you're done <laughs> game over. <laughs> and, but it has an option saying, uh, to turn your kingdom into, um, into immortal like mode. So that oh, means that okay, no right. matter what, your kingdom won't die. So you you basically will never mm. lose the game through losing your kingdom. It'll always just stay on the the lowest. Like, are um, there repercussions for that? For that, like, well, you you take like stat penalties and stuff, and like you your your kingdom also takes like penalties. So you're not able to like build things that then like affect like uh, your party's like um, progression and stuff. Okay, so your your kingdom becomes less effective. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. Like my my income for the kingdom just dropped completely. So I right. I was really unable to do a lot of things. I couldn't. A lot of the qu- kingdom quests require like money, 
Right. And I couldn't. I couldn't do those. Um, you couldn't you could you had no money, so you couldn't generate money. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's money. It's yeah. like real life. Yeah, it's like real life. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can you can you can put your own money into the kingdom, which is kind of the way I sort of like got out of that hole. <laughs> <laughs> Was just I just started putting my own money in into it. Uh-huh. Um, but. What what really got me out of that hole was that I went into the game settings and changed kingdom difficulty to the easiest. Okay. <laughs> and so it's interesting ma- that they've got a different difficulty slider for the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I, it also has an auto ability, so it'll just run by itself. Okay. And you don't need to do anything. But I I didn't want to do that. I like I like you know assigning people to missions and doing that sort yeah, of thing. You like the kingdom management. Yeah, I like well, the kingdom management. The game. Yeah, but it's just too damn hard. Um, cause like a lot of the time I, I felt like I, I was getting kingdom quests that I couldn't do all of them. I could only send, I only had so many people that I can assign to so many missions yeah. so that I'm guaranteed to fail some of them. Uh-huh. And it just seemed like the penalty for failing was like, incru- like uh, sure, building it, up more and more. Can you not like choose who goes on the mission to best like succeed on well yeah mission? but because it's a dice roll there's always a chance that they'll fail yeah but wouldn't if you if you're if you're well yeah that i mean i know what you're saying and that's what i'm doing yeah but i it it, it felt like i was like sending i had a choice of say like three yeah so i'm guaranteed to fail two because i've only got one guy to like send on a mission oh and, and not sending people away counts as failure yeah, not sending like, people like on a mission is a failure. Is yeah, a failure. because oh, it'll it, it, yeah, it's a it's a it's a time based thing. Uh, so what what I do basically is I look at um look at the, the, the like what date it is. Yeah, and then pick the ones that are like the most urgent. Yeah, ones. the most yeah, urgent sure. ones. Um, but then like they all take different times. So like I can have and only specific followers can do specific things. So yeah. only like the the general can deal with like military stuff. So if they're busy doing something else. They can't deal with like these three other yeah, yeah like yeah. things. So I, I felt like, I felt like no matter what I was doing, I was just losing. Um, that doesn't feel great. No, it doesn't. I, I think there there must be like a way to do it better um, than I was doing. Now you were were pretty uh, uh, strongly in favor of this game. Yeah, the last few podcasts. Yeah, yeah. You were like big into it. Yeah. Uh, has that changed? Uh, no, nah, I'm still big into it. I, I mean, the, that, that kingdom stuff was the only thing that really was really, really starting to frustrate me okay. where it felt like no matter what I did, I was all, always losing, mm. you know, it felt like one step forward, two steps back kind of, kind of thing. Okay. Um, but then since changing the difficulty, <laughs> making it, making it, making <laughs> yeah. that kingdom stuff easier, it's, it's been, easier? it's been great. It's been easier, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the story's still great. I still love that damn story, man. It's like when you get to it, when when you're not, yeah, well, being, well when that's, you're not that's, losing because you're down. Well, that's also part of the thing is that you kind of have to take time away from like doing the the adventure stuff to yeah. manage your kingdom. And I'll, and like a lot of the time, I'd feel like you could spend like half an hour just on your kingdom management screen because like new events will pop up, things take time. Your player like. If there's any any like uh, kingdom events that your player uh, your your character has to like take part in, yeah, then it just skips all that time. Like you, then you can't actually do anything. Oh right. So okay. yeah. So and then like once all that time is skipped, new events have like happened and right. And it it just and that's kind of cool. It yeah, makes it is. The world it, feel like it's 
you know, living and breathing. Yeah, yeah, it, it is cool. But like, man, I was getting, it just felt so overwhelming. Swamped. It felt like I couldn't yeah. upgrade anything because it took time away. Like it would do a time skip. Yeah. Uh, and in that time, I, wa- I couldn't assign people to do things. Yeah. So I, for ages, I was just had all these like uh, ranking up um, missions that I wasn't, I was putting off because I, I was assigning people to do the more like pressing missions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like you may have like done some, some mismanagement here. Yeah. It was like the ranking up is probably the thing that makes the well, yeah, missions but, easier to do. Well, yeah, that's the thing. But then I, I just <laughs> felt like I was in this spiral of like, uh, like I can't, I can't put off these, these, right. these, uh, these timed events because it'll like you'll lose. damage my, damage my, uh, my kingdom. But, but then like, you got to take the hit in the short term. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great. And I'm, I'm loving the story. Like it, it has a sort of story that you don't follow this sort of, you don't kind of know what the main story is. You're just sort of like, that, I think I described this before. No, it's, it's, <laughs> you should know what the main story is. It's great. Like, oh, is you, it, do you well, mean you like don't, there's a bunch of different stories going on and you don't know which one is actually? Yeah, but they all sort of connect okay. together. Okay. Now I understand. It's yeah. ah, it's really cool. I really, really like it. Eh? It's yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to have to pick this one up. It yeah. sounds like it's... Um, okay, so uh, let me ask you a question and then we're, we're going to jump over to, to Andrew and... and and grill him with questions. Mm. Um, uh, let me ask you this one question. Now, do you remember there was a game called uh, uh, Mountain Blade? Mm-hmm. Did you ever play that? I no. mean, we talked about it quite a lot. No, the only thing early that, on the, the only, podcast lifetime. It sounded really cool, but the only thing that uh, made me not want to play is that it's quite old. <laughs> I don't want to deal with those graphics. Damn so everyone graphics. can understand that. Were, were yeah, you I just agree. talking about it. how cool it was to see Halo? <laughs> and like, yeah, in the better, in the <laughs> modern <laughs> graphics. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Were you a big Mountain Blade fan? I played a lot of Mountain Blade. Uh, Here's the thing. I, I fully recognize that Mountain Blade was janky. Uh, did, you, did you play any Mountain I, Blade? I, I did play a bit of it on my fr- a friend's recommendation. Yeah. yeah. It's it's janky as hell. It's mm-hmm. super ugly. Mm. And it's clumsy to like play for a while. Mm. And then you kind of, something clicks. And, it, and it's like, oh, there's heaps here. That's really mm. cool. Um, but there's there's just like some problems that really. So haven't they got a new one coming down the line? Oh, maybe. Yeah, there, there is. That's that's what I was going to say is that there is a new one coming pretty soon. Yeah. And I am probably going to try that. Oh, yeah. It's probably not going to be great. I mean, that's they're never great, what? but they're still fun. <laughs> it's I, a guilty pleasure. Yeah, so should it I really play is. it? <laughs> um, it's, it's based on what you're telling me you like in uh, in Pathfinder, yeah. yes. All right, cool. Yeah, it's, it is uh, uh, a slow burn to like from you go from, I mean, assuming that the new one is anything like the old ones, you go from like uh, a poor powerless like mm-hmm. slummy kind of dude to like a dude running an army that's invading cool. castles yeah like and that. there's and and the the growth to that is very organic that's cool and it yeah. feels good organic that's i think that's the key word for this pathfinder game is that the story feels organic that's good yeah is it got any relation to the tabletop? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it straight up is. <gasps> I'm gonna play. It's it's like um, <laughs> you, you know the Baldur's Gate and yeah, yeah. and all that. It's exact. It's exactly like that. And you see the dice rolls and like you're doing perception checks and <laughs> a- all sorts a- of stuff. Andrew's eyes literally just like yeah. got so wide. I, I have no idea how it's, I haven't heard of this. This is like up, right up my alley. It's yeah. straight up D and D. It's probably the the closest like video game D and D game I've ever played. Oh man, I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Mm. The is one, it, the is one it Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. The only thing that <laughs> the only thing that sort of bugs me is that is that you've got all the D and D classes, mm. but 
like you there's no way to sort of test out them right so you have to commit to yeah a class. You, you basically yeah, don't know if the class that you picked actually is any good until that's, like that's just, five levels in what game have you ever played where it's like, oh, I'll just test a class? D and D is so complicated. Yeah. You, you gotta like know what you're in for. I mean, in theory, if they've done their work, they're they're all fairly evenly balanced. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be like a good one and a well, bad there, one. There yeah. was there was a while I was like, oh man, did I make the wrong class choice? And I was like, <laughs> already like ten hours into it. Yeah, and now you're ninety hours. In, yeah, now and I'm ninety like, hours well, in. But no, nah, I, mm. I, it's it's great. Like all the classes are pretty great. But oh, um, God. it just felt this thing of like, man, I wish I could like get a better idea of what I'm in for with um, like a class that on like it's description class? sounds cool but mm. like how what's the actual gameplay like yeah what class are you playing I picked a uh, magus and I picked okay. the subclass aldrich archer <laughs> I mean that sounds cool the magic arrows um, would yeah. you recommend it if, if I pick up this game tomorrow yeah. would you say that's the class you gotta play um, well that I don't know. What's your what's your playstyle? What do you what do you like doing? You um, like standing I, back casting? Consider spells? me a, a blank slate. Consider me a um homunculus in which to But that just means you don't know what you like. Yeah. Really. Yeah, you need a If only you I, could if, demo some hey. classes before <laughs> <laughs> Um what I like is uh is discovering what I like. I, I like to I'd, I'd like to go just in play Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I think you should play the Zelda. Is there a Zelda class? class? Yeah. Is there? No. Is there one that I don't, just, think, I don't know gets to climb trees and mountains? Um, I don't. I don't think so. so did you play a bit of Destiny Two? Is it Destiny? Divinity. Divinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a lot of Divinity Two. Yeah. Yeah. You also that played Destiny Two. Did you? Yes, I yeah, did. You did also play Destiny too. I always get the names mixed up. Dude, so do so I. I always what, have what, to think for a second yeah, before I yeah. say. <laughs> do Do you think that Pathfinder is better? Um. Yes. <gasps> okay. Um. <laughs> oh. I like I like the um Divinity combat a lot. Mm. Like I really like that that turn based thing. Um, but I think the story in Pathfinder, at least for me, is way better. Yeah. Because I I was talking about this on other other podcasts with Divinity. You're very quickly dealing with gods, and you're mm. like some kind of chosen one. I mean, and you got to save name, the world though, from in everything. In all fairness, it's yeah, sure, divinity. sure. But like, you, I mean, and you start off in divinity from like kind of humble beginnings. Like you're 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 not like some super powerful guy, but then it's revealed. Oh, actually, you are. You I are mean, the chosen one. Very like very quickly. If you're playing a game called Divinity, yeah, I, you kind of know it. what you're you're getting into. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's and that's fine. But like. The the thing I really liked in Pathfinder was that it's not like that. Mm. Would you like, say that you're you have to find your own path? You do have to find your own path. Nice. Severn is is trying to suppress a <laughs> laugh. This is gross. <laughs> <laughs> what, why? What do you mean? Uh, what? How, how do you envision this demo going? Your class demo. I really don't know. I I, I think maybe That's just like you you go through like a dungeon, but mm. you like level up like. 10 times faster mm. and you just roll through Switch and be like classes. oh yeah I get it yeah because mm. that's, that's pretty much what Oblivion did did it? yeah yeah the idea yeah, you, of like you have to use different weapons and different stuff on the way through right? yeah, yeah. You, you're like you're in this little micro dungeon yeah uh, while you're trying to like escort or like follow the, the emperor mm. and uh, and based on the the way you solve various problems about the dungeon it just is like here's your class now mm. and then you can be like nah mm. different one yeah yeah, I, that, that is that is kind of cool. I want the class that uh, grows by jumping. 
That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a there's a DLC coming for Pathfinder, which is like an endless dungeon Ooh. that I then think is I'm going to delve. No, no, oh, it's okay. not. But it is like an underground thing. I wonder, wonder if they've so. got like a rogue like mode. Ooh. Oh, you Ooh. said the magic word. Ooh. Rogue, rogue like. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Maybe. Probably. I don't know. It's not out yet. But I thought that would be like the perfect thing for like trying out lots of different classes. Oh, yeah, it would. Severn, have you ever played a roguelike? I, I think I mistakenly downloaded one on my phone. <laughs> what was <laughs> it called? I don't know, man, but it, like every PlayStation was different. Is that the main sounds, thing of a roguelike? Um, yeah, to some degree. That, it's more like the. Um, it's one of the 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 hallmarks of roguelikes is mm. like the permanent death mm. thing. Like you you get one run mm. to end. It's it's randomized at least to some degree. There I are think, certainly I random think items were like random as well. Like mm. I yeah. picked up the same thing. And it was different. Than oh, the you know what? I was it called Pixel Dungeon. It might be because there's a bunch of different Pixel Dungeons on the mobile of varying quality, but there's some really good ones. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think it was probably one of those. And what did you think? I uninstalled it shortly after. <laughs> I, now I let me ask you why. Uh, Hang on, uh, let, let it, me it, ask it, you why. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Um, it needs a strong tutorial. I don't, I don't know what I was doing. Mm. Part, part of uh, one of, I guess, another hallmark of roguelikes is they don't tell you what. Anything. Oh, okay. It's, it's discovery is a big element, mm. and mm. and uh, learning is a big element of of like getting better at that game. Okay. Does does not appeal to me. I I made the mistake, and then I don't. I just don't pick them up. What's that? How how come? Uh, that's not what I want in a video game. Is it the permanence? The idea that you don't have any like anything to show for the work you put into that, it? That may be one. Yeah. Um, ran, just randomly changing things that I should know do a specific thing is, mm. is annoying. That's part of what... like So in the Pixel Dungeon series, for example, mm. um, you will often pick up scrolls and potions and it doesn't tell you what they do. Mm. And you have to use them to find out or you have to find some way of identifying them. Mm -hmm. And it is randomized every time. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what uh, makes... It's one of the elements of difficulty is like uh, figuring out how to safely discover what each of these elements does. Um, d did you have like long PlayStations when you played this Pixel Dungeon game? Because mine... Initially? Was... No. Okay. But, but how long would you like give it until it, it started to... Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, uh, if, if, I mean, yeah, I would, I would play it a few times and be like, uh, am I... Do I see a way forward? Mm. I guess is the first question I ask myself. Yeah. Do I see my way? Do I see a way to to improve at at playing this game? Mm -hmm. Is are there things I could have done better on that run? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is no, then I'm like, no, thank you. But uh, usually the answer is yes. I mean, in a good game. Okay, maybe I just picked up the wrong one. Did you ever play uh, FTL? No, I've I've heard it's good. It's another roguelike. You might you mm -hmm. might actually enjoy that one. It's a little um, <laughs> little less. Not kind of like uh, I I can safely experimental. Say, I I haven't had a lot of success playing roguelikes, mm. which is why I don't play them. There are there are roguelikes where you do have some progression, like yeah. rogue legacy. Rogue light. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, rogue light. Yeah, okay. yeah. I played uh, Into the Breach quite a bit on the Switch, which is kind of like a rogue light. That's yeah. by the FTL guys, right? I, I think, think so. I think mm. it is, yeah. And I really enjoyed that. Just It's kind of a tactics mech game. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, you unlock new mechs that just unlocks new mechanics, essentially. Mm. And, yeah, spent many hours playing that. Uh, Blake, did you say Rogue Legacy earlier? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Rogue Legacy? Yeah. You ever play Rogue Legacy? <laughs> no, I, I have very uh, particular tastes when it comes to video games. Uh, Rogue Legacy is super fun. That That's all I got to say on that front. Oh, I can feel his frustration. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I probably won't pick it up, Nick. That's fine. I'm just saying you're wrong and dumb. Anyway. <laughs> no, no. Wow. Before you can have anything to say about that. I'll, just let me say it and then... No. Um, so, uh, we'll move on. Andrew, you ready for some questions? And Severn, yep. you're not dumb. But you are wrong about your choice in <laughs> The thing you like is, is wrong. <laughs> I, th- I think we're all in agreement that you're having like, fun wrong. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, clearly, you don't know what fun is because my taste is the best taste. Okay. I think that's the rule, right? Mm, yeah, idle games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you're if actually doing things in the game, then you're not. You're, that's not a fun game. Yeah. What you got to do is let yeah. it put it in your pocket. Hey, does uh, and let it play itself? Does Red Dead have a mode where you just like put the controller down and walk away, and you just like numbers keep going up? Uh, you could look at a watch, I think. And I think the watch. Hey, you know what? That sounds pretty fun. You know what? Uh, but nothing happens apart from like the time of day turns. But and as, the day, as, that's the progression. Day up. That's progression. Oh, the, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then the day goes up. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So like calendar pages. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Now now we're talking my style. All right. Uh, what was the last real game you played, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> um Oh man. What do you what do you categorize as real? Like not an idle game. Hearthstone. Oh, I suppose that is a real game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. That's that's really on the line though. Mm. Um, let me let me have a quick look at my I, phone. It was Zelda. It was Zelda, right? That's the last. No, I mean, I, pl- I played some Mario. I played lots of things on the Switch. Um, uh, I've tried a bunch of different games that weren't good. Like, uh, I've been trying to find good Brick Breaker games for um, various reasons, and most of them aren't good. Mm. Most of them are bad. Brick Breaker. Yeah. You know, it's like a, you shoot a ball and try and break bricks. Okay. That kind of. Why? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> um, let me ask you a question instead. Mm-hmm. How did you get started? And I'm assuming this is specifically at GGG as a okay. uh, sound guy. I got made redundant. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, from Where? a previous job. Uh, I worked for a startup that, I don't know if they're still around, but um, they, had a, they were building their audio team and then yeah. they realized that it wasn't a sustainable it, it, what they expanded to it wasn't sustainable, so they let a bunch of us go. Yeah, and um, was this the audiobook yeah. company? Yeah, that sounded really interesting when you. Were yeah, it was. It. It's it's conceptually interesting. I, I never really, it never really worked for me. Yeah. Um. I I think it just depends on the person. Oh, yeah. Um. The the conceit was uh like a cinematic soundtrack and mm. sound effects to, um, audiobooks with an algorithm that tracks your reading speed so that when you're reading a book, you know, like as you're progressing through it, yeah, it sort of learns how you read, and so that everything starts to sync up after you've read a couple of books. Or, you know, that's conceptually cool. Conceptually, yeah, but it um, never but, really worked out for me. Well, yeah, I, I guess never... the problem is if it's an audio book, are you even reading? In this particular instance, yes. Okay. So it was, like, it was like an sorry, it was yeah. a sound effect. Soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, you know, the idea would be like on an iPad or something, you would be reading right. the book with a, with a cinematic soundtrack. Mm. Yeah. A lot of the times it would be um, 
um, immersive at points and then distracting at others. Right. Yeah. 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 But anyway, anyway, uh, yeah. So we got made redundant. Yeah. Yep. And then I needed a job. Yeah. And um, I got very lucky. Did you had you studied like sound design or? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I've been doing various music and sound design things since I was you know. 13, 14? Okay. Yeah. So So a while. A while. Yeah. And then and then I did do a year um of formal education at SAE. Um which is just a sound engineering school. Cool. Yep. So then you, you got hired by GGG. Yes. And you were the sole audio engineer for, for seven like, years. Very long time. Yeah. Far longer probably than you should have been. Probably, yes. Um how many NPCs worth of dialogue did we have? Nineteen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> editing <laughs> editing dialogue yeah. is the one of the worst parts of my job. <laughs> why why is that? Um well a lot of a lot of the job you can you can multitask. Mm. You can have some form of distraction or entertainment while doing your job, but mm. with um with dialogue you really have to focus just on that. Right. And it's just a very nitpicky process um, that takes a very long time. Right. Yeah. You're listening to take after take after take. Exactly. And you're looking at the script. And yeah. You're, you're making sure that it matches up and making yeah. changes where it's necessary. It's very uh, detail oriented. It is. It is. And I, that's, yeah, not, yeah, definitely not my favorite part of the job. But. What is your favorite part of the job? Um, I mean, when we get to do really creative sound design is always like more interesting. Mm -hmm. Just the getting interest. I mean, the the effects team they've grown so much recently as well. Yeah, and um, they've started putting a lot more detail into the way that they do effects with multiple parts to the effects right. and stuff. You're talking skill effects like the the spells. Yeah, and, skill effects for. I mean, even even and stuff like that. Yeah, even league effects, or I mean, it's just across the board. I, yeah. I think the standard has been raised so much with some of the um, more recent onboarding. That's true. Um, and that just means that from our perspective, we get to do way more interesting stuff. So that's that's fun. I, I like that. Um, it's fun doing um, interesting implementation stuff. You know, working with programmers trying to solve a problem mm -hmm. or create some st something interesting. That's always fun as well. I'm, Can you think of an example um, of something? that's in Path of Exile right now mm. um, that you were like particularly fond of doing or, or proud of by the time it came out? Um, Didn't mean to put you on the spot. So, Yeah. Um, oh, it's so hard to know. Yeah. It, it, it all goes by so, so quickly. Our, our three-month cycle, it's actually, it's really hard to put a finger on a single thing that I mm. could, um, I could say. Um, the elder stuff I always really liked. He was, he was quite the elder stuff, as in like the boss, the elder. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Sweeping in and doing yeah, stuff. yeah. There's some some cool stuff there. I mean, I I think I like some of the Katava stuff that was fun mm. to do, just because it was like such a, like a climactic moment, mm. you know, in the game. Um, screeching metal, yeah, all sorts of stuff. That's that's quite cool. I mean, I, I mean, my favorite obviously is when I get a chance to do music. That's always fun. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, here's one. We, we've asked this of almost everybody. Uh, are there any office rituals or quirks that you partake in? Ah, uh, it'll be the vape crew. 
The it's, vape. Yeah, that'll be. I don't be think the... we've ever talked about the vape crew. No. No. You, you, you were hanging your head pretty low just now. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I'm not proud of it. I didn't really want to say that on a podcast. It's out now. But it's out now. But yeah, I mean, that would be a weird quirk of our office how we have very few smokers. Yep. And many vapors. It, you, I mean, it well, seems there, there, like there were a few people that switched. From yeah, smoking it's a slow to, transition. Uh, it's virtually everyone. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think there's. A couple of people, one or mm. two, but mm. so that's definitely a weird office quirk that we have. All the cool kids. But there are the there office. are definitely some people who weren't smoking to begin with and just started vaping. Oh, yeah, there's that's, more, that's there's been more a problem. People doing that, that has than... been a problem, man. I, I mean, there's probably been at least five people who are like now on that nicotine buzz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the vape crew has kind of doubled in size. It has, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not not good, not at all. But yeah, that is definitely a, a weird. I'm sure the other other people, other offices adjacent to us hate it. But I, I mean, in fairness, it's not like you guys are blocking the entrance or anything. No. You're, you're all y'all are off just, to the side. Yeah. Um, uh, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead to I think probably the most important question that we always ask our guests: hot or cold leftover pizza? Either. Mm. I don't have a preference. Whoa. No, that's the wrong answer. I don't think we've had someone that didn't have <laughs> yeah, a no. That we don't want you sitting on a fence here. No, I mean choose it's, a side. It, well, it's it, it's down to um, uh, what's easier at the time, or is what? it is it the type of hot pizza, hot reheated pizza? Like, would you mic? Would you hey, eat cold over are microwave? You, are you trying to like okay. put words in his okay. mouth? Like, I, I would. I so would, what you're saying is that you prefer cold pizza? I would have cold over microwave. Ah, uh, yeah. Microwave does garbage. Yeah, yeah. But then, if I had the time, I would have uh, maybe have oven over. That's cold. right. That's right. <laughs> oven pizza superiority. Have you, have you tried uh, sandwich pressed? No. Get two slices, put them together. together. Sandwich press. I'm gonna fantastic. Try yeah. It does. I, honestly, I I haven't tried that yet, but I really should. It's, it, it's it just sounds only, like a grilled cheese, and I love the yeah. Love it's the only way I'll reheat pizza is sandwich press. Have you not even in an oven? No. Why? It dries it out. I it makes it slightly crispier. It doesn't mm. it doesn't turn it into like nah, I like I like the sandwich press because it's like the the top the the topping of both can ju- like just melt and merge into one delicious like it's it becomes a, a new thing. But it's a new product. You have you have less topping exposure for your tongue i mean the, you the chew. To topping ratio goes way <laughs> you, off i mean are you are you like a snake that just like swallows things whole without chewing like i mean it depends you you do chew right sometimes <laughs> i try not to <laughs> <laughs> um this is the second most important question we've got space or dinosaurs yeah, this one went, went around the office yep. already. This was a okay. weird one that really went around. It did. But it's it's so... This, it's, but we want it on the record. We want you want it on, on the record. Yeah. <sighs> At space. Yeah. Yep. I'm just on... Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Space. Yep. Yeah. No No more... How, how, do, you en- how do you envision... That option. Well, that's that's the problem with the question. Yeah, it's so vague. Yeah, I mean, no, it, it's it's as it's as as vague as it needs to be. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I I just simply put it down to what I find more interesting. What I, what would I watch on TV? Something sci-fi or old animals? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if I if I had a choice of like a documentary about dinosaurs or a documentary about space, 
I, I want to get that Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. I, in, in fairness, David Attenborough has done some really good documentaries about that. I've been watching them recently as well. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, not to say that like dinosaurs is the correct answer because it isn't. No, definitely not. Um, Who but, are dinosaur people? Um, I remember Ryan was heavy, heavily on dinosaur side. I'm pretty sure my wife is a dinosaur <laughs> person. Where were you? I don't room? mean she's like part dinosaur, although I can't <laughs> confirm that. Well, that's worrying. Yeah. You should be able to confirm that. <laughs> should be able to <laughs> she does eat a lot of raw meat, which is no, she doesn't. Um, sorry, honey, if you're listening, she won't. Where did you sit on it, Sav? I was towards dinosaur. Ah, yeah. But again, the way you interpret this question, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what's so good about the question is how it's interpreted. Because I, I, because if you ask me, uh, Andrew. <laughs> Oh, what is space? Because <laughs> <laughs> all of space. All of 99% all of, of nothingness? Yeah. Is, yeah, okay. Yeah. If you want to watch nothing, you, you, <laughs> you just get teleported to a random spot in space. Yeah, and you're okay. just watching. But that, that, that's adding very like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. specific stuff to you, the question. You know, you get, you get, I, I, I know. You I either know. get a random dinosaur teleported to you, or you get randomly teleported to a spot I in space. I still think I would prefer a <laughs> random space location. You might end up on a planet. You might end up in the middle of nowhere. Yep. You might end up inside a T-Rex. Maybe. <laughs> I think I would prefer space still. An, an alien T-Rex. Y- you got to get the percentages in. Like space is... How, <laughs> how, much, how much of space is planets? <laughs> space, uh, there's little. a lot of space. That's why it's called space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really have no dog in this. If that's the distinguishing thing, you got to be like, um, are the dinosaurs alive? Because mm. it could just be bones. Oh, I'm cool with that too. I, I'd You'd go rather to a museum. look at bones. I'd go to a museum, man. <laughs> You'd go to a museum over getting teleported into space. Just nothingness. Well, if you're teleported into space, you're <laughs> yeah, with dead, no right? Yeah. But then, yeah, if a dinosaur teleports for... <laughs> to you, it could be a T-Rex. It could eat you. But then, like, what? I mean, hypothetically, there's so many different dinosaurs. Yep. You might get a little chicken. What's, and what's then you'd be like disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> just a literal chicken. It could, yeah. just, be a, it could just be a crocodile. Yeah, You've, we've all already they, seen a crocodile. Are they, are they dinosaurs cool or are they too, separate? Man. Crocodiles are cool. <laughs> eh. Crocodiles are fine. Are crocodiles technically on the dinosaur line? I don't. Th- they, I think they're separate. I, think I thought they, they were separate. I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, I mean, pretty sure I've seen a tree where dinosaurs are off on a different branch. Is that true? That I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, one of the one of the defining characteristics of dinosaurs, I think, is that the legs moved from off to the side to underneath. So under that uh, under that requirement, yeah. crocodiles don't count. But then, like the flying dinosaurs aren't counted as dinosaurs either, right? Birds. No, the the di- the flying lizards aren't counted as dinosaurs. Like your your pterodactyls and and stuff. Uh, I don't know, actually. I'm, pr- they... I'm, I'm pretty sure they weren't. And the, the ones in the, you know, the, the Loch Ness Monster types, <laughs> they're, not, they're not counted as dinosaurs either. What are you talking this... about? We're talking about... We're talking about real I, things. I, I consider them dinosaurs. <laughs> We're talking about things that actually they exist. Want... Like, okay, so I consider so... Nessie a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> but then what do you consider space? Are we excluding planets from space? Nah, because they're in space. You could just end up on Earth. Oh, so you're just saying everything? <laughs> so Earth or some uh, bones. You want to be a- around anything? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, we're, let's move on. This is, a, this is an interesting question. I don't know if we've ever asked this one. 
Um, if if we have, I don't remember. Uh, but favorite song. Oh yeah, that I don't know. That's difficult for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, favorite song is tough. Like it is. I what's mean, your favorite song right now? What's something? What's the last song you really enjoyed? Maybe you're like, oh yeah, this is my jam. Ah, uh, um. Oh, so it's such a hard thing to. I, I guess the last song that I really enjoyed was there was a new song by Dirty Loops that just got released on YouTube this morning. That was amazing. I listened to that before I got here. Um, or uh, Holy Ghost by Bentney. I have heard of neither of these things. It's, yeah, I know it's my yeah. It's a problem when you, when you're a musician, you have mm. like a very different. Uh, taste in music you go right down that rabbit hole yeah specific and obscure stuff yes Mm. yeah Mm. um so would you recommend them yeah check out dirty loops they are maybe some of the best jazz fusion musicians i've seen in my entire life you said the magic words i'm i'm totally about jazz fusion they they are so good their bassist is amazing um Bent Knee is another yeah band I would recommend. They're more on the sort of alternative rock sort of mm. female vocal, but they're again absolutely incredible musicians. Um, here's an here's an interesting one. What album has had the biggest impact on you? Oh. Um, probably In Rainbows by Radiohead. Oh. Yeah, I think they did a lot of clever stuff in that album. That just inspired me i think it was like maybe my first maybe my first ever exposure to complex time Mm. which is like when you play music um i don't know how to explain it that's like um uh when the beat signature or time yeah yeah isn't four four yeah Yeah. like you know the 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 opening track is um in five four and i think that was like the first exposure that i had to that and yeah you had that answer ready to go that that was yeah I, well it's always radiohead of my favorite band so it's a, yeah always a big reference point for me yeah oh, okay so mm. there was an andrew before radiohead and after radiohead oh yeah yeah okay yeah. he was born actually when that album came out oh shit. yeah so yeah. there wasn't an andrew before he oh. was born yeah. listening to that album i was actually gotcha. joshua before that <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird name change to to do in response to. Is there an Andrew in Radiohead? It's, it's, it's all in, it's all in the all in the album, man. It's in oh, the wow. code. You got to listen to it. Okay, that, I'm sure it'll make sense. <laughs> it has to be played backwards, and then I'll understand. Um, sure, yeah. You gotta play it backwards while watching Wizard of Oz, and it all syncs up, and you right. understand. Yep, I've heard that one. Um, what's your favorite video game? Um. I would say the just the Elder Scrolls series in general is Ooh, always. Do you have I, a favorite in that series? Oh, I I love different things about all of them because they change so much. Like I love the um, like in Morrowind, the freedom to to do completely insane game breaking things yeah. was levitation. Yeah, like the levitation I can't stuff. They got rid of levitation. I I know I know, and uh, every time they release a game, it's been a disappointment to a certain degree because like they that, keep restricting the freedom. Yeah, they keep restricting, and and uh, yeah. I can understand why that puts people off, but I still think the newer ones have like Oblivion and Skyrim have plenty to enjoy. It's interesting, especially with the Elder Scrolls series, you see as they um, tighten up the scope of mm. the game, 
the quality goes up. In yes, terms it of does. Like, it, it, it just feels more polished. Yep. Less buggy. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I absolutely miss about Morrowind that uh, I think um, is actually a great loss for that series is uh, the level of exploration that yeah. Levitation provided. So mm. I, I have a very distinct memory of going into dungeons and you would explore like the ground floor, like Daedric mm. areas, and um, uh, then you might find a Levitation potion. Mm. And then you you might just take it in your inventory and be on your way, but if you use it, turns out there's a whole area above yeah. you and yeah. there's like a whole sub quest that's mm. like triggered by a book and there's like all these glass items and it's like oh my gosh yeah it just hit all the stuff that you would not have seen if mm. you hadn't and now all of that stuff's quite linear you yeah. know like you, all the dungeons just loop around to the start and yes. you know you don't have it's it's still fine i understand why they did that because that is that kind of exploration isn't for everyone mm. like people a lot of i suppose you weren't forced into doing it no but um, they need to find a balance between um, the the smoothness that like the looping dungeons provided, where it's just yeah. it feels um, uh, feels clean. It, you don't feel like you're you're wasting time by backtracking, mm. and uh, that that joy of discovery and that um, uh, feeling of being rewarded that like true exploration and going off the beaten path yeah. provides. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like looking under things, for example, yeah, looking above things. Mm. Mm. Um, they just have never. And saying Morrowind felt more 3D. Morrowind was yeah. by far more more 3D. Mm. Like you literally, there there is a, an entire area of the game that you have to navigate through levitation. Mm. Um, the Telfir Tower, if I yeah. if that's if I'm recalling the name correctly. Mm. Um, in fact, I think that whole area had a key puzzle, which I don't think I've seen in an Elder Scrolls Girls game since. since. No, yeah, no. where you, you just find a key, you have to find what the key is for, mm. and they... finding that where the key is for. Gives you another key. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in uh, like the first presentation of Skyrim, they showed like a, a a door with a like puzzle lock thing, and you had an item in your inventory, and you had to like you looked at the item and you had to match the symbols on the door. Yeah, and I was mm. like, wow, that's really cool. Um, but then that was just how you the opened every single door puzzle in the, game. In the entire yeah. game. Was pretty much just that. Puzzle. Yeah, it was very. Oh, there's three animals here. Yeah, what that, do I do with those? It was. Oh, okay. It was. That was one of the. Uh, that was a big disappointment. Yeah, because yeah. it made you think like, oh man, it's like it's you got to look at all the details mm. and like all these dungeons, but then it's just the same puzzle. Every yeah, dungeon, I, I don't know. It, it does surprise me though, despite all of those flaws, that like I can still enjoy those games so much and they're yeah. the only they're really the only big open world games that i let myself play because they're so time consuming you Zelda. didn't play any uh witcher Zelda. no i I'm, i watched my wife play a bit of witcher because yeah. she played witcher 3 and she loved it and it, yeah I, I, I maybe i'll get there one day when it's, i retire it's a big game <laughs> it's a just yeah i'm pretty much saying that about most games nowadays is i'll, I'll play them at some point but it'll probably be when i retire mm. yeah um, let me ask you this. Mm. In uh, Elder Scrolls Six, which they've announced, yes, what feature do you want to see? Um, mm. like what do you want out of that game? I want Bethesda to be better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. At the moment, that, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of controversy about some of the stuff they've been doing recently, and I just hope that that does not translate. Mm. I think that's a, f- a fear shared by many, yeah. including myself. Mm. You look at their current track record and you go, 
Oh no! Yeah, Elder yeah. Is, coming out. Is, it, is it really happening? Oh, no. Are they finally going down that route where, like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a problem, but uh, an actual feature. I would love for them to do a game that you could play the story through with other people, like multiplayer, as in co-op. Just it, not not even yeah. So I don't know. Max party of four. Mm. Mean like the story a, like, be around community. well yeah you've got like another player yeah even even that i, I mean when when i've played these games from young i, w- I played them with a friend mm. and we were just it, it was like a big moment playing those games and then we followed all the development of oblivion and stuff mm. and if we could actually play that together that would just be amazing to do that you know mm, yeah. uh, to actually experience the story with someone else uh, yeah um that would be a feature that I'd love. Uh, unfortunately, again with Fallout, you know. Yeah, I, I feels to me I, when I hear multiplayer in Elder Scrolls, I'm like, mm, no, no thanks, because <laughs> oh yeah, I it understand. Opens it. up so many. Well, if like it's problems. it's interesting, like if if they did restrict it to like just two players, yeah, something like that. Then you're playing with someone that is on the same like mindset as you yeah you, you would hope because like if you had like you know you just go off in a completely different area. yeah well that, that's You'd never see them again. yeah <laughs> well that, that's the thing if you had like something more like open world like like more uh with just random people in there you don't know what oh, the no, I, I wouldn't, like, that would I wouldn't be a want that at all it's, yeah. it's more like it, i mean obviously this day and age people can't often just sit down and play like a split screen thing mm. you know everyone is busy so you know, but but doing that just online, being able to play with a friend yeah. and just play, experience the entire story together, mm-hmm. would be a great experience for me. I mean, I I do agree with you though. Like the the idea of introducing multiplayer into that series could be very problematic. Did, I mean, there there are mods that have tried it, um, but it makes me. I I also raises a lot of questions. Like, how does stealth work in multiplayer? Mm-hmm. Can you can you attack your friend, like? There's lots of things that mm. even just on a on a on a, uh, a basic functionality level mm. raises a lot of questions. What happens? How how permanent are objects in the world? If if you're offline and your friend is playing in your world, yeah, are they taking things away from you? Yeah, That's I mean, cool. obviously there would be a lot of design mm. that has to go into it. But did you play any um, Divinity One? No, I never played Divinity One. I never played Divinity yeah. Two. Yeah, I think I actually might have gotten it when I bought Divinity Two, but oh, never yeah. installed it. Yeah, because yeah. that had like. That had the thing where you can play with one other person and they just take over the other one of the party members. They do that in Divinity too, right? That's yeah, exactly yeah. But you, you can play with four in Divinity oh, 2. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay, right. Um, and I think, like, because I was playing uh, with um, four actual people and it gets into a bit of a clusterfuck because mm. people are off doing their own thing. You know, someone will run into a and get into a fight in town and suddenly the whole town is against you and you're like, I don't even know why why yeah, this is happening yeah yeah no like, it, it's a bit problem i mean i just think in that situation i just think about like playing D with friends and how chaotic that is yeah and yeah. like trying to get anything to happen is oh, a yeah, nightmare yeah, yeah. and uh, it for and people that, is and, just too much really yeah, yeah and at least in D you have a dungeon master yeah too, yeah, yeah trying yeah, to guide you, know, you along and you can't yeah. really i don't know if you can have an ai dungeon master that's like mm. that good at like like pushing people in the right direction that they need to go in mm. Left 4 Dead pretty good. Did a pretty good job. That's still a, not an open world. No, that's true. Linear game. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fair point. That's some corridors. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we've got time for one more question. We can keep going. I think, can't we? Uh, do you? Is uh, there a? What time is it? It is 
four o'clock. I'm happy to go for okay, up to four thirty. We've got, we've got plenty got of time, time right. for many more questions. Go to four thirty. Yep. Um, uh, I'm curious about this this one just because I know Blake is dying for this one to be asked. Do you have any ghost stories? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I have any ghost stories? Uh, not, no, no, I don't. <laughs> That's actually correct. straight up. Yeah, nobody has any ghost stories. <laughs> is the correct answer. Like, oh, do, you have any, no. do you have any ghost stories? I've already told my ghost story. Okay. Uh, when I oh. was on a different, it was on uh, the podcast you weren't on, Nick. What? <laughs> you have to go back and listen to it. It was on. Uh, it was on. You know I won't do that, Blake. You know I won't. All right, I might though. It was on the podcast titled um, "The Most Off Off Topic," I think it was. Okay. Mm. Um, There's a big debate about dinosaurs in space in that one, as there always should yeah. be, except that I mean it shouldn't be that much of a debate because space should always win. <laughs> what about dinosaurs just on a spaceship? All right, yeah. That's okay. um, uh, what game has had the biggest impact on you. I mean, again, I would either say uh, that it would be the Elder Scrolls series, mm -hmm. just because I, I guess it's linked with like nostalgia and childhood yeah. memories. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of what I do for a job now, it would have been Amnesia. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just, just because in horror games, audio really does play a significant role, and in I, just the environment that that game creates. Yep. Um, being genuinely scared while playing a game is something that I haven't experienced. Let me let me often. ask you: Did you ever beat that game? Yeah, <gasps> I think you're the only other. I I played. I got to the um. I got past the part where you were being chased by an invisible thing in the water. Okay. Yep. Yep. That was terrifying. Yep. Uh, and then I I got a little farther. I think I got to a part where you're like exploring some hallways in like a library mm. looking area. Um, and there was a part where I heard something behind my character. Mm -hmm. I turned around. There was a monster for just a brief mm. second, and then it was gone. And I was like, "Cool, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done." <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. That there was a part in the game. Um, it might have been the same part that actually kind of ruined it for me. It was like you saw the monster, and you saw it for a decent amount of time. Yeah, and it really took the fear out of the game. Oh, it is kind of a goofy looking monster. It is, yeah, yeah. And and the problem was is that I actually played it like a long time after the game came out. So yeah. The graphics, like mm. you know, your 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 um, standard continuously goes up, and then you play an old game like that, and they got by really well on atmosphere. But yeah. then you see this like, I was like oh, could we <laughs> use a few more polys there? Come on, and so this goofy yeah. ass mouth hanging yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like an elephant, man. Oh man. Um, but I still can't play that game. <laughs> yeah, and they came out with like a like a side story thing where you're playing as, I think, uh, a woman who was imprisoned, but then you keep finding records. Uh, I don't remember that. I shouldn't say anything else. Then. Yeah, maybe um, I'll go back to it. There, and then they had uh, a machine for pigs. Machine for pigs. I never, and I, I never touched it either. Yeah, I, I different sort company, of right different developer. What was it? No, I thought it was. I thought there was some relation to it. Uh, I thought it was like developed by two companies, right? It was the original oh, maybe. company and a different one. I just know that there was someone, some external involvement. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but I never touched that either. I think uh, I'm happy with my experience with uh, Amnesia, and mm. I'll probably just leave it at that. Yeah. 
Uh, is it because you're terrified to play another game? Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't. I, I don't have the the stamina to to worry about being frightened while playing a game nowadays. So, <laughs> it's. I think games like they're so much better at creating that like fear than like watching a movie because you're the one doing it. I'm really bad with horror movies, though. Yeah, yeah. So I, I even horror movies it, really get to me. It, at least in a horror movie, you have that like separation where you're like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't even be in this situation. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll just turn around and walk away. Over your actions, it makes it. Yeah, yeah it does make yeah. it more frightening in a lot of ways. Yes, yeah. Um, talking about movies, uh, what are you watching at the moment in terms of TV slash movies? Oh, garbage. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the recent Mummy movie. Oh, Jesus. That was garbage. Oh, okay. Why don't do that? I don't okay, know why great. I did that. It was a waste of time. Yep. But um, it's the beginning of a of a universe, the dark universe. Oh, I don't. It's just so Wait, bad. What? Yeah. Yeah, you knew about this, right? No. They wanted Bringing to back make all a, the classics. Yeah, they were right? trying to make a cinematic universe yeah. mm. out of the Mummy. Yeah. And well, like, I think boy. they're doing all of the classics, right, into a same universe. Well, they were planning plan, to, but yeah. it's all on hold so, now. <laughs> and the Mummy qualifies as a classic? Well, oh, yeah, the mummy monsters, right? Like traditional monsters, sure. you know. So there's, it'll be, there be like vampire. A I guess there'll be a Frankenstein one? and a Dracula, and I don't know if that's a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like they had a they had a Dracula Origins movie like a few years before, Dracula mm. Origins? and that was supposed to be the beginning of the Dark Universe, oh, right? But it didn't do very well, so they're oh. like, oh, that's not really the beginning of the Dark Universe. Wow. This Mummy movie, this is going to be the beginning of the Dark and Universe, then, yeah. and that didn't do very well, and they're like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll put this Dark Universe on hiatus mm. for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, I mean, who cares, right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of a doomed premise. Mm. No one's going to the Mummy going, I, I, yeah. I want to see more of this. World. Yeah, where's the wolf? What's the wolf man doing? Yeah. No, and I, I, I hate, I hate this thing that Hollywood is doing, just bringing stuff back again yep. and again. I'm just so sick of that. In but, fairness, like there, how many um police academy movies have there been? This isn't, this isn't a new trend. I've never seen one, so I don't know. It's like six or seven. <laughs> but apart from that, I've been um uh watching the new One Punch. Oh, cool. Which yeah. is interesting. I've been enjoying that. Yep. Um. And the new Brooklyn Nine Nine, as well. A new, oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, that was season there. six. Yeah. Okay. Which has been enjoyable as well. Yeah. I don't. I think that's probably about it. All right. Um. So, Vernon, have you got any questions? Andrew introduced me to a really good podcast called The Champs. Yeah. No, you introduced me to it. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you. Now y- y'all have to fight it out now. <laughs> who introduced who? Let's find out. Definitely, you introduced it to me. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. My memory. You're talking about. You're thinking of your buddy Andrew. Yeah, which, which Andrew? <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, no, I wouldn't have been that guy. Did I introduce you to it? Yeah, man. Okay, definitely. Um, man, do you agree with some of? Uh, there's a really. Good, there are some good premises. <laughs> some ideas there. In, uh, do you wanna, in terms can, of the entire podcast, yeah. What's, uh, give me a premise. Maybe I shouldn't because it's kind of. This is a podcast about talking about other podcasts. Yeah. Now. <laughs> uh, the one one revelation related to audio. Mm. And I'm sure you've you've figured this out. Was that uh, a lot of uh, rock music have people singing, like? <laughs> <laughs> whereas like hip hop, whereas hip hop, they're not singing. Yeah, they're actually. I hear you. Yeah, they're just talking. Saying. Yeah, and that was a big revelation to me. Yeah, was that? Did you figure this out on your uh, own? I well? I remember years and years ago 
seeing people like these because I was I was big into like heavy metal mm. and rock and like all my friends were and I remember seeing videos that were like shitting on other types of music and being like oh like you know heavy, heavy metal has all these like you know all these things and like say rapper just is just one person talking or something like yeah, that and it really is a guy just talking yeah yeah but, but his his tone and everything was essentially like another instrument yeah. whereas like yeah. uh, rock was a guy actually singing <laughs> which sounded pretty funny to me <laughs> that's such i, I don't so, understand I'm, how it's a revelation <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> I'm sorry that that was a revelation for me right i i mean yeah it is it is well it is interesting i mean it's interesting i mean it, i i guess it's just um uh looking from like the perspective of being a musician that yeah yeah you were just like oh yeah i, I knew it all along yeah this is this is nothing but I like the differences. I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've always been like, I, I do have my favorite styles of music. But I mean, I do like it all. There's good music in every style of music, yeah. and there's yeah, amazing rock, and there's amazing hip hop. Mm. There's great stuff out there. There's also terrible music in every style. There, of music. I would say there's mostly terrible yeah. music. It's yeah. mostly terrible, but there's still good music in every style of music. Um, yeah. I, I listen to Spotify at work, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe a month ago. Maybe two months ago, I got it. It recommended the worst song I'd ever heard. Uh, so bad, I found it immensely funny, and I started just trying to get people to listen to it. And they what was would it? not listen to it. What was it? It <laughs> okay. So as far as I can tell, there's like a like a tenor opera singer or something called Andreas Scholl. Okay. okay. And the song is called Guardian Angel, and it is like um, a, you know when you buy like a cheap keyboard and it's got like a the demo music yep and it, it kind of sounds like the 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 cheap keyboard demo music's rhythm track and then this really like kind of angelic tenor okay. singing and then a guy kind of like sing talking on top of it I mean, and the lyrics talking. are so terrible yeah um that i couldn't stop laughing <laughs> It's the funny that I, I do really like there's an artist a guy called lewis cole and okay. um he he does that but well <laughs> like he'll use like those like you know kind of uh demo like demo sort of really old school keyboard sounds and yeah. stuff and then add a lot of sort of funk elements to it oh but nice I, I would definitely recommend checking him out what He's was his name again lewis cole l-e-w-i-s or l-o-u-i-s mm, google i don't know <laughs> okay spotify cool yeah i will do so um you also listen to a bunch of podcasts i do talk about podcasts What's your favorite? Oh, again, it's, I go through so much. It's hard to have a favorite, but I did just finish um, the uh, Adventure Zone, mm -hmm. um, like first balance. They, they had their balance series. Mm. So I just just finished that on Friday. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, my God, that was an experience. Mm -hmm. I really love that. Mm -hmm. I've been really into D and D podcasts lately. You should have. You ever listened to Dragon Friends? No. That, that overtook like uh adventure zone really yeah. okay I'll, I'll check it out definitely yeah. i i mean i i really love podcasts like for for me a lot of work that we do at work i mean you guys can probably attest to this as well we're like there's stuff that's kind of just monotonous repetitive yeah you just have to get stuff done yeah, yeah. and so you might have hours where like you need something to keep you mm. sort of stimulated yeah mm. and so i mean especially during a busy period, I would just churn through mm. these things. Yeah, um, I always wanted, like, with you because 
your sound so you always yeah. have to be like listening like can yeah so i mean the it, it's interesting like i actually think i changed my sound design process so i could it accommodates the fact that i could actually <laughs> listen to podcasts <laughs> wow um yeah <laughs> because the way that audio works in general is that for a single thing you actually have multiple versions of the same same sound yeah so the idea is that so it doesn't become anonymous you have like maybe six variations on the same thing yeah. so that it just sounds a little bit more realistic. So like a sword hitting a shield, for example. Yeah, yeah, for Plunk. example. But that means you have to create all of them. So often I'll just make the first one. Yeah. And then I know what the sound sources I'm going to be using and make mm. sure it sounds okay. And then I'll just assemble the other ones while I'm listening to a podcast. So, right. you know, it's, you know. Because you know, like, what you're. Yeah. Well, when, yeah. You, when you change the pitch, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And then you just go back and just review right at the end, make sure that everything, it's not, you've not done garbage. And, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. otherwise, I mean, you're just kind of. Tug it on levers. Yeah, but that's that's another know. reason why I really don't like doing dialogue editing. It's because you, you can't, can't listen you to podcasts, to and it's like I, I mean, I think for betrayal, as we were saying earlier, you know, with the how many nineteen was it sixteen? Uh, I think it was nineteen. It might actually have been twenty one now that I think. Right. Was, oh my it was, god. It was a lot. Yeah, and and that more, meant that for yeah. for weeks we were doing nothing but dialogue editing, yeah. and it was just yeah. So it, it makes it you know very hard because you're doing a lot of that my yeah minute work, and it's just focusing on that is tough. Yeah, so I, I'm in a similar position. I can't listen to anything with lyrics mm. while I'm writing yep. because. Just oh that yeah yeah I completely understand that. Yeah. I, in fact, at work most of the time I do listen. If I listen to music, it'll be instrumental mm-hmm. as well, just because I find it too distracting. Yeah, which is strange yep. when I can listen to people talk and not be distracted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it's just as long as not too many parts are being engaged. Yeah, yeah, it could you know, be. You yeah, put some brain power somewhere else. Mm. Um, uh, have you listened to many uh, uh, sound effects driven podcasts? So uh, an example, uh, Homecoming was was one I listened to. Homecoming. Homecoming was um. Uh, is it a zombie one? No, it's a Gimlet Media one about a woman who works in a like uh military rehabilitation center. Um, and there's some shadiness going on. I don't want to say anything. About oh that. yeah, I've heard it advertised. I've heard it advertised. Mm, I, I think it's being turned into a TV show. It is. Yeah, it's being yeah. turned into a TV show for Amazon. Right. No. Um. I mean, I I did listen to some that have those elements mm-hmm. but again just i do prefer just not almost just to have only talking mm. just so that uh i can also f- put part of my brain to doing something else that makes um, sense yeah yeah but no i'm I'm a sucker for podcasts i listen to too many what's one you would absolutely recommend that no one else has heard of no one else has heard of mm. um, joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> um oh god off the top of my head, there's no one. No one would have heard of. I mean, it, some people. I, I assume the creators have heard of it. You've heard of it. Well, one that something that's a one little that like, un, like as far as you know, you're the only one that listens to. Mm. Like you've mm-hmm. never talked to anyone. What's else your about secret it? podcast shame? My secret podcast shame. I mean, I, I listen to a bunch of music related com- composition ones that are mm. very, like, very specific. Um, that wouldn't appeal to many people uh, you'd have to be interested very deeply in music because mm-hmm. it goes in depth um what's it called i can't remember oh. no that's actually the name of the podcast no it's not. <laughs> man that'd be cool if it was <laughs> i mean in fairness i was gonna mention that's earlier, a good but good podcast yeah that really yeah, is yeah. yeah oh what podcast you listen to i can't remember yeah, yeah. Oh, okay <laughs> um uh, talking about D podcasts mm. uh and ones with weird names not another D podcast 
you heard of that? Oh yeah, that's one I've been listening to as well. That's mm. the one with uh, Jake from the Jake, Jake and, and Amir thing. Because yep, I, I, yep. I was, you know, into a bunch of the college humor people. Yeah, yeah, I was into college humor when I was in high school. I guess is that how that's long? The wrong age group according how, to the name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you were early far too young. Is that is that right? How long ago was that? Ten. Yes, I mean it's, it's been years? ongoing for a while. Yeah, it's yeah. hard for me to put a date on. But that. regardless, it was a, it was surprising discovering that they started that. And again, yeah. I I think they do a really good job there. Um, mm. I've yeah, I haven't been caught up with it for a little while because I've been just completely immersed in um a different D and D universe. Um, it's isn't it weird and cool that like all these D and D podcasts are coming out. Like no. quite well, recently, it just makes me want to play D and D though, yeah. and that's a that's Dude, a that's problem. why I've been playing Pathfinder. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's like there was just a sudden like explosion of like D and D podcasts. I I think that people just realize that people like role playing yeah. games, and people actually enjoy listening to it. I it's, guess it's, it's a, a good, market for it. Yeah, it's it's a good thing to like uh, to podcast as well because there's usually not any visual element to it yeah a good dm can paint a picture yeah. with words mm. like adventure zone that they, they they do them like across the internet anyway so they can't even have a board to like show where anybody is anyway right. so yeah. it was all like that like, blew me away because i only found that out after listening to a couple of the sub arcs within that first series yeah. that they do that remotely yeah it would be such a hard thing to do remotely yeah it's a challenge i think i think the way they do it from what I've managed to piece together from what Griffin has said is that they all record it separately and then email him their yeah, audio. Yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But just Instead in terms of, like of actually the interaction it. part of it, it's amazing. I mean, you have to deal with like Skype lag. Yeah, but you never, it, you never, never notice. F- it. Seems like that no, is. no. Yeah. They they do a good job of if it does occur that they don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting because even like there's minor audio stuff. Like, uh, I was watching Jonathan on a podcast and his audio would occasionally cut out, mm. and um. It made it hard for the other people on the podcast to just hold that conversation. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. even like a, a minor dropout on Skype, that the fact that you never notice that, it's. Um, I, I mean, yeah. either they've got an yeah. incredible person behind the editing of that. Yeah. Does Griffin do that? I think, I think he does. So much work. It's yeah. also uh, fortnightly as well. Like, like. Uh, so I, I think they have time. Have time yeah. to do it. Yeah. Well, he's also doing a million other podcasts. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So. Um, all right, let's ask one more question. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Okay. What if you have you ever just been sitting there going, "I wish I'd done this instead." Yeah. Okay. I when mean, you're listening I, to all that dialogue. Yeah. Like, occasionally, oh. it does come up. Like, it come up that it would have been nice to actually just be a tradie, just a, build, <laughs> just a builder. I, I have go home at the end of the day and yeah, I done. I have mates who who do that and um. It's often quite a good work-life balance mm. and you're not at a desk all day, yeah. which I didn't even consider while getting into this profession about sitting at a desk all yeah, day and the impact that that could have on you. It's shocking. There's times I've been sitting at my desk and I'll stand up just to go to the kitchen and I'm, my knees hurt. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? I know. I haven't done anything for like six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Severn has had a standing desk. Do you still have a standing desk? I, I, I did you get one of those remote jobbies? It's, it's a standing. It can stand. Oh. Those transitional ones. Mm. Is it hydraulic? Mm. No, no. It's got like motors, electric motors in it. Okay, that's cool. But uh, dude, go to, go to a gym. Have you have you thought of 
<laughs> going to the gym. Yeah, I go yeah. five days a week. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, Blake, have you considered? I have considered. Wow. Okay. Wow. I decided against it. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. It doesn't, I mean, yeah, it doesn't, uh, I'm sure it helps, but it doesn't discount the fact that you're just sitting yeah. all day. Dude, it's, I've got like back problems because of sitting at a desk. Oh, yeah, it's a nightmare. It's and nightmare. I'm sure I'm like not the only one. Yeah. At mm. our office of 120, 30 yeah. people. Oh, no. Um, and just walking does wonders. Mm. Like I, like I, uh, I take the bus home and I'll stop. I get a stop, uh, get off at a stop that's like probably like half an hour away from my actual house, and I just walk an extra half hour, and mm. then it's, it's bloody great. I think because you didn't you start taking the bus because it dropped you off closer. Yeah, it dropped me off closer, and then after a while, I was like, "This is this is not actually good." Like, like I was saying, I was standing up, and my knees would hurt, and I'm like, mm. "Oh, what is this?" It's because I haven't walked. I, I for a while, I was getting off the train like an hour before. And, and having an hour walk home, that was that was great. But yeah, it takes an hour out of your time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an a hour lot of time. You can yeah. spend, and I keep spending. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's an hour you could spend yeah. playing Pathfinder. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> and when you when I keep spending like late, st- staying later and later at work, it just pushes like like the time I actually get to bed later and later. Yeah. Does it? How do you find the standing desk? It's it's good. Um, having the option of being able to stand when you feel like it is nice. Um, but shit, if, if you could do it, do it. But I'm, I'm usually sitting all the time right now. Why is that? Because I can. Fair enough. So you just like having the option. It's comfortable. Well, to well know I do. That you could I do stand if you wanted to. I do stand like in the morning mm. and then, um, yeah. And then whenever my legs get sore from standing, mm. I'll, I'll sit mm. and I'm usually yeah. just sitting for the rest of the day. Mm. But it's it's nice to have the option, I guess. Because um, before, with the cinder blocks, you were locked into one or the other, right? Yeah. 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 Man, Has that, that been discussed on the podcast before, the uh, <laughs> the cinder block tradition of our office? No. Um, that is a quirk, that is, actually. That's an office point. quirk. That is a very good point. We have multiple people who have m- made impromptu standing desks by piling cinder blocks underneath <laughs> their sitting desks. Yeah, Joel uh, introduced oh, that yeah, to us. Oh, yeah, he started that. Mm. Yeah. I don't know where people are getting these cinder blocks. There's uh, some building we, site we, that's we like, provide cinder we're 14 blocks. cinder blocks <laughs> short. Hey, yeah. uh, we, Grinding Gear, provide cinder blocks. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. one, one of the perks of the company. <laughs> yeah. oh, love it. That'd that, be, that'd and be, all the sugar. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great to like put on a tax, like a write off on tax. Cinder, like blocks. cinder blocks. Yeah. Yeah. The office, blocks. Office cinder blocks. Yeah. Five, <laughs> like, $5. Is, <laughs> <laughs> just to have that uh, for your accountant to look at and be like, what's with these cinder blocks? Yeah. <laughs> Those garage company roots creeping through. Yeah. The, but you also have together. to get um, a stool as well because I think <laughs> the thing is people, people are, like do the cinder block thing and then, I don't know, you come, you come over to their desk six months later and they're sitting on their stool. And I like, think that's with worse. Problems. Yeah, that's worse because it's a stool and you're hunched over and it's yep. like, yeah. It, it's just meant to break up the, yeah, the long yeah. periods of sitting. Well, uh, that's that's the end of our podcast about <laughs> video games. Um, good good video game talk for everyone. Uh, if you've got any questions, email frontseatquestions at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. love answering your questions. You can also tweet at us. At frontseatcast is our Twitter handle. Uh, Facebook.com slash FrontSeatCast is our Facebook page. FrontSeatGamer.wordpress.com is our WordPress site. Uh, you can drop us a comment there. Uh, YouTube.com slash FrontSeatCast is our YouTube page. You can subscribe to us there. Uh, we're also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash FrontSeatCast and Spotify. Uh, no URL given. 
For Spotify? Yeah. Because it's too just, long. Like, it'll, it has a bunch of weird... A bunch of random letters and numbers. Just yeah, type yeah. some random letters and numbers in there. You'll find us. Uh, write us on iTunes and tell your friends. We'd like to thank uh, Leanne Booten for our wonderful logo. Uh, it's L-I-A-N-N-E-B-O-O-T-O-N.tumblr.com. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Um, that's where... You're excited. Oh, so excited. <laughs> and someone did our music? I don't know, this Andrew guy? Eh, he probably doesn't care. Might have been me, possibly. <laughs> it was definitely you. Thank you so much for letting us use your music for oh no worries um, four years, three years. Yeah, it's been a long four time. Four years. We didn't talk about like your your like not for nothing and oh yeah. no, we didn't. But if anyone wants to check out some homemade uh, indie rock music, you could check out my band um, Not for Nothing um, on Spotify, iTunes. Um, That's N A U G H T. Yep. Four, F O R, yep. nothing, spelt like nothing. And yeah, we're one album out at the moment with a couple of singles, and uh, there's a new album on the way in production. Nothing's really been announced yet, but it's. Uh, I think it just did. It just announced. did. This is the official Exclusive. announcement, guys. Exclusive. Um, yeah, so that's still a couple of months away, but it's all written and it's just being edited and um, rec- a few bits to record now. Um, yeah. Is that what. Like the whole band because you were doing nah, solo this time, stuff. This, this time, this is all me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm playing everything. Wow. Still under the title "Not for Nothing." It is. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of my project. I did like cool. an EP first, then we did the band thing, and right. later on we'll see how that goes. Um, and also, uh, please feel free to contact me at a.jared.read at gmail.com. Is that right? Did I, I get that right? You're looking at us like um, we should know your email address. <laughs> um, I'm always taking, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, always taking commissions and looking for new projects to do composition for. So, um, yeah, get in contact. Sweet, get some get some music made for you. Yeah, uh, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Andrew. Thank you for having me. And uh, thanks to our normal members. Just be in here. Thank play. you, thank you for hosting, Nick. Yeah. Nick. All right. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Yep. <laughs> Did I say that? Thanks, Severn. Thank, thank you. Okay. Thank you, Severn. Oh, shit. Sure. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Blake. Yep. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Bye. <laughs> Good awkward uh, outro there. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
like animators are just like we got gloves on we got vr on and yeah. we're just like sculpting as if like we're real like sculptors. dreams is that like yeah. if, if you yeah so they they have the, the wagon yeah yeah and yeah people are playing like drums and stuff just like yeah that's pretty good hey uh we music came out 10 years ago you have to look at this dreams thing man <laughs> do you remember that oh man that we music thing was just horrid <laughs> At E3. Bad. What was it? Yeah. Oh, the it, guy standing up? It was me and Moto up there being like, <laughs> with a Wiimote. <laughs> In front of an orchestra? Yeah. Um, oh, no. So I'm curious, what was your, so I sent you this Mario Maker thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you sent me that. Yep. Was this your way of saying this is better? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the goal in sending you the Mario Maker thing was not look you should have uh, all, all, all the crazy things you can make. It was more like, look how fun this looks. This it, it, they've made the tools so easy to use. The best fun thing is like, <laughs> what what is what is Mario Maker? Mario Maker is so uh, Mario Maker came out on Wii U, and then they've they've got a sequel coming out this year. Mm. It is a it's level editor. Essentially, yes, it's like a very um, flexible Mario level creation. Okay. Tool, okay. but it also has like a full Mario campaign of like a hundred levels. Oh, okay. So that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they've got like kind of amazing usability. Like it's all like super easy to use. It's all mm. swipey and like, the um the Wii U one like spawned this whole like online community of making tougher and tougher Mario levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I can like, imagine it'd be a fun thing to do with friends, just like yeah. making levels to try and challenge each other. Yeah, well, that's. Yeah. One of the coolest things about it is you can actually have two people building one level at once. Ah, isn't awesome. Isn't that neat? Yeah, it is neat. See? I, I, Jacques! <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not scared of that. That's kind of cool. That, that's maybe the only cool thing I saw from that 17-minute uh, trailer. Dude, how come How come you didn't just send him a trailer of, like, Maya? Maya? Yeah. Maya, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, well, it's the point of it is not, look, you can model in it. Uh, you can make a whole game with Maya. You you would have talked about fun before. I, I like could, how if I wanted to, I could have sent you, oh, check out this Unreal Engine video. Yeah. Look what you could do in it. I, I'd be interested in that. <laughs> like, more interested. Yeah, that's that's something. <laughs> that's yeah. right up my alley. Yeah. The point of it is not, look, you can spend 40 hours making a game. The point of it is, look, you can spend five minutes like, making a fun level. Yeah. And then having fun? Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know if you've heard of this one. Oh, my goodness. This, this, it's a, Wait. I, I, I don't think need you're familiar with this word. Uh, it means, like, have you, have you ever enjoyed something? Hmm. Okay. So it's like kind of like enjoyment. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like lighthearted. Mm. It's that feeling you get when you play Grand Theft Auto. Oh. No, 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 no. Whoa. That's aggravation. 